Thanks for listening to Hanging With The Sardellas Podcast Con Mama and Dada Gracias, Ariela. On this episode, get ready to be inspired as we highlight an amazing Latina. She's a mother of two bilingual boys con raíces de Michoacán, México. Hey, sí, señor. <laughs> we'll be hanging out with Leticia Ordaz. She's an award-winning author, bilingual book publisher, and a television news anchor and reporter for KCRA3 in Sacramento, California. You will be inspired by her story of perseverance and how even though many major book publishers shut her down, she never gave up and created her own publishing company. That's amazing. We hope we can learn that even when existing doors get shut in our face, we have the power and the ability to build our own entryways. Mm. Just how Leticia did. We will also let you know how you can win a $100 gift card as a Christmas present from us to you. Coming up next. We would like to thank God for another opportunity to hang out with you. My name is your boy, Edgar. This is my wonderful wife, Janet. Hola. <laughs> and please welcome our good friend, Leticia Ordaz, author of The Adventures of Mr. McCaw. And that girl on TV could be me. Hola, hola Leticia. Hola. Bienvenida. <laughs> thank you for being with us and hanging out. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to be talking to you guys and sharing my story. And I hope that others can be inspired because everyone can do what I'm doing right now. I love this on, on so many different levels, professionally, personally speaking, empowering women, mm -hmm. especially Latinas, being a girl dad myself. I just want to thank you, Leticia, because you're breaking through so many glass ceilings that God willing, the road to many different areas will be easier and more attainable for our daughters exactly. because of women like you. Exactly. Like on your book, um, Leticia, that girl on TV could be me, how you wrote right on the first page. Like there's nobody on TV that looks like me. And your mommy's like, well, you can do that. You could be that one that makes a difference for all. So I want to thank you because now my girls have you as an example. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for that. Oh, thank you. Yes. Since I was a little girl, I saw the disparities watching the news. And at five years old, I was noticing that there were no Latinas on mainstream English television. And I thought, how could this be? But thank goodness for my rock, my mommy, who never oh. got past the sixth grade, who always encouraged me to go to college. And she didn't have that chance to have an education because she had to support her big family. But she always pushed me to do more. So I want to thank her because I come from a family as well where my parents only went to elementary school as well and mm -hmm. even though they didn't reach anything further they knew the importance of education and the fact that mijo si nosotros emigramos para sobrevivir a este país tú tienes que sobresalir exacto if we immigrated to this country 
to be able to survive and have a better life, you got to take it to the next level and overachieve. And isn't and, that wonderful? Yes, it's awesome that we stand on their shoulders, Leticia. For sure, because um, my parents always encouraged me. Every time I came with them with a big dream, they never said, Leticia, you can't do that. Oh. What are you thinking? They always said, si puedes, si puedes. So they always encouraged me, even though we didn't have a lot of money and I was going to be the first in the family to go to college. Wow. They always knew the opportunity was there and I wanted it so bad. And so they were my biggest cheerleaders along this entire way. Leticia, it's so important that you say that because... I think more than ever, we've realized, Janet and I, mm -hmm. that words matter. Yeah. Especially words that we speak to our children. Because those same words mattered in my life when my father, at a very young age, would call me campeón. Mm. And would say, mijo, you need to prepare yourself because you're going to be a great leader when you grow up. I didn't know what he was talking about. I was six, seven, eight years old. And I was like, sure, dad, okay, lo que quieras, no? <laughs> Pero all those words mattered. You know, it prepared me. It allowed me to see myself that way. And it's so amazing that. So empowering, huh? Your mother also never limited you, mm -hmm. but instead no, encouraged didn't. you. And even with her accent, she would say, you can do it. Uh, and I would just, those words just make me cry because she's so wonderful to say that. I just remember graduating and walking by and she was saying, you can do it. You know? That's amazing. Leticia, si se puede. Leticia, so at the age of five, you knew you wanted to be on TV? I asked a lot of questions and I just watched the news and I was so mesmerized by the thought of telling stories. It wasn't wow. about, oh, quiero estar en frente de la tele. It wasn't about that. because Like I was being famous? Uh -huh. Yeah, I, I didn't really think of it as being famous. I just saw them telling really cool stories and I thought, can I do that too? I want to wow. tell people stories. And what I know now is that I wanted to also give people a voice, my community a voice, mm. and that's what I'm able to do. And that's why... For me, being on television is so important. It's not about the glitz and glamour, because as we all know, it's not so glamorous. It's <laughs> a lot of hard work, and we wake up at crazy hours. I come to work, wake up at two in the morning, so I wouldn't call that exactly glamorous. No. Mm -hmm. Nothing glamorous about that, Leticia, because <laughs> no. I wake up at that time, but yeah. I don't have to be on television, so I can look straight up wrecked because I'm on the radio. <laughs> the perfect face for radio. <laughs> Gracias, baby. I want to talk about your books and that journey, because if you're listening to this right now, regardless if you're looking to write a book or not, this story of Leticia's perseverance will speak to you because I think more than any other year, this year, 2020 has challenged us all to reinvent ourselves, to have time to stop and be like, what do we really want to do with our life? We've had a lot of doors shut in our life. I know that I was jobless for a few months I know many of you that are listening right now because of the pandemic have been affected financially, professionally speaking, and you've had to find ways to create new avenues of revenue and new opportunities for yourself. Mm -hmm. And Leticia, what you've been able to do is amazing. And let me just give a little bit of context to this. I don't know if you all knew this, but only 5% of children's books, authors or illustrators are actually Latino. Wow, 5%? No más 5%. I got goosebumps. Whoa. And only 7% of all children's books published last year were written or illustrated by people of color. No más 7%. On top That's of that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> of the books published in the U.S., only 5% currently feature a Latino or Latina as the main character. That's it. Mm. No más el 5%. So it's a huge opportunity to have books like Leticia has written, thank God, mm -hmm. 
where you could see people that look and act like you and I portrayed in our children's books that our children can look and say, hey, I can relate to that. Our culture, which is beautiful. But when you try to pitch these books, Leticia, to big publishers, you got a bunch of no's. Like, no, there's no room for that. There's no market for that. They didn't understand the need. But instead of becoming a victim to the system, you became a creator and you created it's, your own publishing company. Can you take us? Wait, can you repeat that? Because that's a that big journey. deal. Yes. She created her own publishing company. Yes, absolutely. That's freaking amazing. <laughs> what a boss. Cielito Lindo Books. <laughs> take so it away. If you could take us through yeah. that journey and speak of those no's that you received and where you're at today, even to the point where one of your books, The Adventures of Mr. McCaw, was nominated for an amazing award and you were actually going up for that award against the publisher that said no to you. Wow. I don't want to give away the ending, <laughs> but please take us on that journey. Yes, it's been an emotional ride because when I first came up with this book, it's because I had an adventure with my family. And since becoming a mom nine years ago, I told my children I would write a book for them because when I was going to the bookstore and library with them, mm -hmm. I wasn't seeing books with many brown characters. And it was so important for me, for them to keep speaking Spanish. For me, it was easier because my parents didn't speak English. But as we live here today in America, it's so much harder to raise bilingual children. So I thought, what a gift to give to them if I could present a bilingual book. And when I wrote this book and started sending it out to major publishers, because that was my dream was to be published by a major publisher, I thought it would be easy. I thought this was a no brainer that everybody would embrace this book written in two languages, but they didn't embrace it because they thought that it wouldn't sell in two languages. And they actually told me Latinos don't read and that blew my mind and that made me so mad so that is why i decided to in a conversation with my husband he said don't give up and he encouraged me and he says you have my entire support do what you have to do and there came cielito lindo books we didn't have a lot of funds to do this and we did it all by ourselves without any kind of sponsors but I produced my first book and I learned how to publish a book. I hired an illustrator, an award-winning illustrator from London, because I did seek out a Latino illustrator. And what I was told by all of them is that they were already tied to a major publishing house oh. and they were not allowed to work with me as a newcomer wow. to the business. So I didn't give up. I continued on this journey and I produced this beautiful book with Latinx characters, brown characters that you could see on the cover. And it was my goal for my children to have this amazing pride of their Mexican heritage and to also be proud to speak Spanish at school, speak Spanish at the stores everywhere. So this book has now come to life. It was released in March in the middle of the pandemic and it's still kicking butt. So I'm so <laughs> grateful that our community is embracing it. Our community is reading it. And yes, Latinos do read. Yay. <laughs> That's amazing. Muchas felicidades, Leticia. As a mom, I just say thank you so much because the books that you write are not only beautiful like outside, but they have beautiful story. Yeah. They're just beautiful overall. And it's like, yes, we do read <laughs> Latinos. Yeah, like for example, The Adventures of Mr. McCall, right? Which is the book that, uh, the first one that we're talking about, about that kite. was mm -hmm. nominated is about two boys, which are, are your sons, going to visit Mexico, hanging out with abuelitos. They get into this amazing adventure with this magical kite, which is the bird named Mr. McCall. <laughs> you can read it in English and in Spanish. 
on the same page. Yeah. So, ¿qué mejor manera de enseñarles español también a tus hijos o tus hijas? Mm -hmm. And then when you order it, you can also order the kite, the Mr. McCall kite. And like when we read the book, right after we got done reading it to Ariel and Alani, we took the kite out to the park and flew Mr. McCall. It came to life. It was magical. Not only is it bilingual, but it was a beautiful story. And it yeah. was like, there's more to it, you know, and everybody can relate to it. Us brown people, yeah. <laughs> especially everybody, but it's relatable. Yes. Nuestra and raíces. Yeah, mm -hmm. and familia, family values, abuelitas, abuelitos, etc. Yes, as a kid, I didn't grow up with a kite. And it's something that my husband and I, as soon as we had kids, we bought one. And just the magical experiences that we had, we named our kite a bird. It was a bird, Mr. Macaw. And that's how it all started. My kids had a kite that they called Mr. Macaw. And that's how the story came about is when it blew away in a tropical storm in Cabo San Lucas. And the whole village really did drop what they were doing instead of putting sandbags on the doors and You know, boarding up the windows, they stopped what they were doing. And Tomas did, in fact, <laughs> climb up that tallest palm tree in Mexico and saved Mr. Macaw. So I just thought, let's tell the story of our beautiful people. And what an experience it's been just reading it to schools and los niños que gritan. Those kids look like me. Aww. My parents speak Spanish. I can speak Spanish now, too. Like they've said those words to me that now they feel more confident speaking Espanol and you know I just think it's such a wonderful beautiful thing absolutely because of the political environment that we're living in and just social environment that we're living in many times our kids are made fun of for speaking Spanish or for being brown or for being Latino or Latina and the fact that you're bringing this to the forefront of like no it is a blessing It is an advantage that you get to enjoy two cultures and two languages. It is a beautiful thing. Nothing to be ashamed about. That's why I love uh, what you're doing, Leticia. And please get to the point where the book, The Adventures of Mr. McCall, gets nominated <laughs> for an award going up against one of the publishing companies that said no to you. Wow, Can you take us crazy. to that journey and what happened, please? Yes, it was it was such an emotional day. It happened on September 12th, the, the ceremony for the Latino Book Awards. And we were nominated in four categories for the best picture book of 2020. And so when I saw who we were up against, the company that had said uh, no to our bilingual book, I just hope that they got to see it and got to see that, yes, um, the community is embracing mm -hmm. Mr. McCall, the world is embracing Mr. McCall. And I hope they're kicking themselves for not accepting Mr. McCall. But I also see it as a blessing. I'm so glad they didn't accept Mr. McCall because I'm able to take it to a whole nother level. And just being so grassroots as a small company, I just feel good that I was able to do this with my community support and didn't have to take it to the big dogs right yes what ended up happening at that award show so we won four <laughs> times over uh, mr mckay is now the award winner of one of the biggest award shows in the world for latino books four times over Woo! oh my goodness pa que that's sepan. amazing felicidad que bendición wow and you did it all on your own such an inspiration yeah. right i know for me it's not about the award so much and the recognition, but it's the recognition from the kids and the recognition mm. from the niños that are seeing themselves on these pages and will feel important and know that they're important. I actually just donated a bunch of books to something called Learning Kids for Migrant Kids mm. and a bunch of kids in Delano, California just got their first shipment. Wow. And the kids got to fly the kite, got to read the book. And 
I was told by their teacher that the next day after that big book drop, a lot of authors donated, there was 100% participation in Zoom classes. And that's something that they haven't seen since the pandemic began. So those kids felt important, felt empowered, and were ready to learn. Mm. Leticia, the publisher said no to you, but then you created your own pathway anyway. Was there another time in life where somebody of influence said no to you, but yet you didn't believe them? And you're like, no, I know I'm meant to do this and I'm going to do it anyway. Yes. In fact, there were many teachers growing up that said that journalism wasn't the right career for me. They saw me as a really shy girl. And I was discouraged many times over from trying to get into broadcasting and journalism. So I don't think that they had bad intentions, but I really feel like teachers don't always know us. They want to protect us, right? They don't want us to go through rejection in life, but had I listened to them and not followed my own heart, I wouldn't be enjoying this 20-year career in broadcasting. Mm. So I would encourage all young people, if you have a dream and someone tells you, no, that's not right for you, don't listen to them. Please listen to yourself. Because you are the one that has to wake up and go to work every day. So it better be something that you love and that doesn't feel like a job. Well, thank you for following your heart. I'm just so happy that I get to tell people stories and give people a voice. And that is my biggest inspiration. Amazing. Leticia, I wanted to ask you something. As a mom, how do you, what advice would you give us mommies to not give up? And you got a lot of no's for an answer. And, and what kept you going? Before you answer that, Leticia, we got to take a quick little break. But coming up next, definitely want to dive into that. How do you manage being a mother of two bilingual kids? How did you help them become bilingual and not lose their Latino culture and their roots and still work so many jobs, run your own business? Uh, definitely want to dive into that side of your life coming up next. But before we continue, Familia, we got to tell you about our Ring Doorbell. It is so amazing. Right now, it's super busy at our front door because someone in our marriage keeps ordering packages. Quien será? Guilty. That'll be me. <laughs> the good thing is that with our ring doorbell, you can keep an eye on all the hustle and bustle no matter where you are. And if someone stops by or something's going on, ring lets you know. And you can see and speak to whoever is there from anywhere by using your ring app on your phone. That's so dope right there. Ring makes the perfect holiday gift. So this season, give someone the gift of peace of mind. A few months ago, we gifted my mom a ring doorbell because during the day, she's home alone. So when anybody comes to her doorstep, my brother's and I have peace of mind that we can check on our phones, on the Ring app, who's there, and even speak to the person. And my mom loves it. She's like, ah, mis hijos encargan de eso, you know? <laughs> yeah, my bella loves that. And the good news is, for a limited time, go to ring.com forward slash sotelos for special holiday offers. That's ring.com forward slash sotelos. Leticia, not only are you a news anchor, reporter, waking up at crazy hours like 2 a.m. to go work, but you run now your own business, Cielito Lindo Books. You're an author of two amazing books. You manage a household. A mommy of two boys. <laughs> ¿Cómo le haces? What advice do you have for our mothers that are listening right now that want to do more with their day, with their life, but not leave their family behind? Definitely. I think that you have to wake up at two in the morning. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's the solution. I think that you just have to get your kids involved in the process. Right now, I've been mailing out books to a lot of the orders for Christmas, right? But I get my whole family involved. The kids 
put on the Latino Awards sticker. We packed it together. So I make it a family event versus me not doing something with them. We're all doing it as a family and they all see it like their important role in our family business. So they love it. So I just want to tell moms out there, if you have a dream, you don't have to let go of that dream because you have children. We are all so overwhelmed right now. And there's not a whole lot of time. I've got to admit, I'm not writing as much as I was before the pandemic because it's a little crazy right now. We don't have a lot of time, but if you find something that you love and you want to give back, you can do so virtually. Even if you want to volunteer somewhere, get in touch with those communities. If you want to read to kids like I do, contact some of the Title I schools, contact your favorite charity. I feel like we should as mothers never let go of our passion because that drives us. And if we continue with that, we're going to be happier wives and mothers if we are doing something that we enjoy. Mm. Motherhood is a joy in itself, but we all know that it's a lot of work too. Mm. So I think we really have to find what drives us. For me, giving back to the community has been so heartfelt, doing these virtual visits, connecting with these kids who are less fortunate. I just have such a purpose right now. It's so interesting that you feel like you have a purpose beyond being a mother and you get to enjoy it. For my kids, they're so lucky uh, to have what I didn't have growing up, right? We just had the basics. They have a little bit more than that. And I'm so grateful for this opportunity and the blessings that God has given us. But I feel like we have a bigger purpose when we are given. I feel like we have to give back. And that is the real reward in life. What advice do you have for husbands and being more supportive? Yes. If your wife comes to you or your partner and says that they want to do something, you have to give them that time. If your wife needs one hour or two hours to get something done, to go online and say, search for another job or search for a hobby, Mm. go take the kids to the park, give your wife that time. Mm. She needs that time to cultivate her dreams. And I think as a husband and a wife, you always have to make each other's dreams come true. Your dreams don't die because you get married. You only Mm. get stronger as you both create. Leticia, how do you communicate that to a husband? You know, maybe there's a wife listening, a mother listening right now that's like, I don't know how to communicate that to my husband. Like, I get it, but how do I tell him? Yeah, what's the best way to communicate? Hey, I want to do this other side project that I believe will fulfill me. Yes, I think it's all about just sitting down and having that conversation. And I think a husband will understand what makes their wife happy. And I don't know any husband who wouldn't want their wife Mm -hmm. to be happy. So if you Mm -hmm. take out the kids for an hour and you come back, even if you just had that hour to brainstorm some ideas, I think you're going to be a different woman. And I think that your husband is going to see the big smile on your face as you begin to create and imagine what else you can do. Not that you're not busy enough already, but if there's something that you've been wanting to do, you just can't put that off. There's never going to be a perfect time. We are always going to be busy no matter what age our kids are. So if you have a dream, communicate that with your husband or your partner, and I'm pretty sure they're going to go for it. That's great. Thank you for sharing that, Leticia. And also, you mentioned your kids are bilingual. What can you recommend to us as parents? You know, Ariela just turned four, Alani's a year and a half, our daughters, and we want them to grow up understanding and being fluent in Espanol también. What helped you throughout this journey to have them be bilingual? Los abuelitos. <laughs> They're a big factor. <laughs> Los abuelitos and reading. I would say reading every night and focusing 
especially with bilingual books, like even uh, Mr. McCaw, I'm reading it to my kids and I say, I'll read the Spanish now, you try to sound out the English. So the earlier we begin introducing them to these bilingual books, or even Spanish books, I think that children gain so much. I mean, just reading 20 minutes a day is going to make a huge transformation. And to make it a priority, if you don't speak uh, Spanish in your house all day, to set aside maybe an hour and say, En esta hora no va, nomás vamos a hablar español mm. and make it fun. Don't make it a chore. I think that's the best advice I can give is never feel like your children want to think of Spanish or hablando español as a chore. They want to embrace it. <laughs> <laughs> they want to embrace it and you want your kids to see that. I recently showed my kids a video of one of a friend of mine. She made this really emotional video crying that her grandpa was dying and she couldn't communicate the right words uh, to him to say goodbye to him. Mm. And she said, had I only learned the language, mm. had I only spoke more, mm. you know, Mandarin growing up, I could have communicated that with him. Wow. So I had my children watch that video and it really impacted them. And I think just talking about it every day and the importance of it and us setting the example and also doing it will go a long way. Leticia, muchísimas gracias for going above and beyond and breaking through so many glass ceilings and teaching us that when a door gets shut in our face, it doesn't mean it's the only entryway to be able to accomplish your dreams. But it just you means that it's a detour mm -hmm. and you get an opportunity to create that new entryway. And what a blessing now that you own your own content you have more ownership of how you can promote and how you can go about um, distributing these books and so on and so forth. So thank you for creating those opportunities. I, I also know that you teamed up and got some inspirational wisdom also from our friends at Lil Libros, which mm -hmm. are another group of amazing women that have created their own publishing company uh, to be able to offer our Latino community more bilingual books and so on and so forth. And That's what I'm talking about. We got to reach out and help each other out. Empower, support. Yeah. As Latinos, we got to support each other. Absolutely. This is not a competition. And I feel yes. so grateful for Patty Rodriguez uh, to take the time. When I first told her about my story and what I wanted to produce, she gladly read over the manuscript many times over. So I want to thank her for her constant words of encouragement. We want more Latino creators. This is not a competition by any means. So if anyone wants to reach out to me, please feel free to do so. With that being said right there, Leticia, how can our listeners purchase your books and also reach out to you for any further questions? That's amazing. Yes, Celito Lindo Books is my publishing house. So celitolindobooks.com. You would be supporting a local business. Of course, it's available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Walmart, some of your major retailers and request it from your local library. I want to see these books in every library mm. because I want children to have free access to the mm. books. I don't want families to have the burden. Not everybody can afford the book. So I really see it as important for every library to carry it as well. Yes. And the books are The Adventures of Mr. McCaw and also That Girl on TV Could Be Me. Leticia, bendiciones. What is your Instagram handle so people can reach out and follow your journey? Yes, Leticia Ordaz TV or Cielito Lindo Books. 
Thank you so much. It was an honor having you, Leticia. We are so proud of you. And thank you for everything you're doing. And thank you for waking up at two in the morning. <laughs> you guys thank are you. amazing. Thank you for having me. It's such an honor. De nada. Bye. All right, familia. So please support Leticia Ordaz and her books. We got to support each other as Latinos for sure. And right about now, as a thank you, we would love for you to win a $100 gift card as a Christmas present from us to you. Five easy steps for your chance to win, okay? Numero uno, subscribe to our podcast on Apple if you haven't done that already. Yes. Number two, leave a new review of our podcast on the Apple Podcast platform. Take a screenshot of you listening to our podcast. Number four, post it on your Instagram stories. And tag us at Edgar I. Sotelo and at Discovering Agape. Boom. That easy. We will choose a winner that hopefully will be you and announce it on our episode that drops on Wednesday, December 23rd, 2020. Muchísimas gracias, familia. Remember, don't allow anyone or anything to steal your joy or your peace. Don't forget to follow us. Hashtag Los Otelos or losotelos.com. Remember to love, serve, and celebrate each other. Bendiciones y Feliz Navidad y Año Nuevo. Thanks for listening to Hanging With Los Just a